Hey guys, welcome back to Good Woman. When I recorded this with my mother-in-law, it was a while back. So recently my father-in-law passed away and so this episode we are talking as if he's still alive because, you know, he he was alive. It just did not feel right to completely toss the episode. It felt so wrong because they had been married for so long and the advice that she had to give was was and is so valuable. But just the just the knowledge that she's able to give from a marriage standpoint on being married and being submissive with your husband and and finding out what that truly is and when working on it constantly you know as a, as a sinful person I just felt was so wonderful to talk with her about and so helpful and encouraging to me and I hope that it's encouraging to you and really helps you in your marriages with your spouse you're listening to good woman with Alexa Ann Rockwell. That's me. Here we discover new and old ways to master our God-given roles as women, wives, mothers, and friends. I am far from perfect, but strive with me. Strive with me to become a good woman. Today, I'm sitting here with my mother-in-law, Pam. Hi, everyone. I asked Pam to come on uh, to talk about submission. This is something that I struggle with a lot, and I just figured Pam would be really good at talking about it because I feel like she does a better job than I do. Um, She's also a pastor's wife, and you've been a pastor's wife for how long? Oh, probably 20 over 20 years, 25 years, seems like forever. Yeah, <laughs> <Some> yeah, <days. laughs> yeah. So I just figured that she'd be really good at giving us kind of a look at what the world sees as submission and then what biblical submission is. Okay, so let's first start with what is the definition of submission? What would you say submission is? Well, it's... The biblical definition of it is that you think about the other person first, you put them first, you have respect for them, you want to honor them. It's it's a yielding to another person's needs and desires and you know, just thinking of the other person first, which is sometimes very difficult to do. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. we want to put ourselves first and we want our own ways first. But, um, you know, God God calls us to submit to other, to each other, whether it's your husband and your wife or, um, you know, other relationships. We, we're to think of the other person first and yeah. um, put their needs and desires first and, and um, you know, care about, care about their character and their, their personality, you know, take into consideration their personality and, and um, the way that they need us to respond to each other. Yeah. So I think that this has gotten like a really bad rep because I think we see just in history how people have mm-hmm. taken that and then gone, 
well, only the women have to do that. Mm-hmm. And right. the guy can treat you however he wants to treat you, and you still have to just do whatever he wants like a slave. Right. So, <laughs> And that is totally not God's plan for submission. Right. You know? and, and it's not just, you know, submission isn't just a husband and wife thing. It's a, in the Bible, you know, there's a whole list of um, a line of submission, you know, Jesus has, Jesus submits to God as the father, you know, and then the man submits to Christ as the leader of the family. And then the woman is to submit to that, <clears throat> the husband's leadership in the home. And it's all, and it's a voluntary act, you know, submission in the Bible is a military term and it's a, it's a um, voluntary act of yielding to another person's authority is basically what the biblical definition of it is. And, you know, just like in military, you know, you have chain of command. God set up a chain of command, <clears throat> even from um, creation. You know, Adam was created first. Eve was created as a helper for him. And, um, and it's all supposed to be voluntary. The man is not supposed to um, demand submission, you know, and yeah. that's what the world thinks. Well, the man just can tell me what to do and I have to do it. Right. You know? And that's not, that's not, you know, anywhere near what God set up, you know, in the headship yeah. and the leadership. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so it's a voluntary as wives, you know, we want to please our husband and support him. And we want, our husbands to be the leader in the family. And yet, you know, we still fight against that because we want our own way sometimes. (laughs) And we, a lot of times we think we know, know better or, you know, have a better idea. And, but submission is, you know, working through that. It's communicating with each other. It's not just one person saying, this is how we're doing it. And we're not going to discuss this. So there's a lot of, there has to be a lot of give and take in it yeah so so you can communicate about something and then but basically his word is final word is kind of like okay we've communicated but we're still going to go this way so right we're going to do right what you right you determine we're going to do that's right yeah and then the 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 beauty of that in the the protection of it is that okay we've discussed it we've decided okay we're going to do what the man what the husband wants and if it fails, yeah. <laughs> it's on him, you know, it's, yeah. and that's the way it, you know, it's like, okay, right. we're following your lead. We're following your wisdom. I've given you my feelings on this and my thoughts on this and my wisdom. But um, ultimately God says the husband is the final authority and the final, you know, he bears the, the responsibility of what happens good or bad. Yeah. So um, there is that protection for women you know, if we see it that way. That, yeah. And that's a good way to see it. I think like thinking about when you said submitting, like even in work relationships, mm-hmm. it's, it's good to kind of see it in that way as well, because if we were, because I think the world says we're all equal, we all can be in charge. We can all share the responsibility, right. but that's not what the Bible says. And I no. think thinking about it logically, it's like, if we were all in charge at work, yeah. Nothing would get done. Yeah, we would right. just all be arguing all the time. There has right. to be an author- a final authority at work. Your boss mm-hmm. is your final authority. You have to submit to your boss. Right. You may not like it, but 
that's that so we can move forward and actually right. run a business. Yeah. And so at home, it kind of makes sense logically to kind of be like, okay, it's your fault if it goes wrong, yeah. but you're in charge. We have to have someone have the, have the final word. And right. if the final word is keeps getting passed back and forth between husband and wife, that could be mm-hmm. really confusing. You'll, you'll never move forward. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and we, you know, we each have, within the family unit, we each have our role that we, we take care of. And, uh, like you were saying with the whole business, you know, work thing, it's like, yeah, it'd be chaos if, if nobody was in authority and nobody, there has to be that headship again of um, who's in charge and who bears the responsibility of the decisions. And, you know, that God wants the woman to willingly concede that, give that right to the husband as God has set it up. You know, it's not that the man is wiser or because he's stronger or stronger willed. It's just because God set it up that way, you know, and it's a protection again for us. And, and in some marriages, you know, the woman is more, maybe more dominant, maybe more, you know, forceful in her ideas or whatever. And the husband may be, you know, like a little, I don't know, lax in how he, you know, how he pursues his leadership role. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of times there will be a role reversal. The man will kind of just concede his authority to the wife. And that's not, that's not always a good scenario. You know, even if your husband isn't a demanding or doesn't really assert his authority, that doesn't mean the wife can just take it over right you you know what I mean (laughs) yeah it's not like well my husband won't step up so I'm gonna do it it's like no you have to you know you need to submit even to his his um maybe inability to um assert his authority you know or his leadership when we're first married neither one of us know what we're doing yeah (laughs) you know we don't understand our roles that well you know when I first got married before I got married I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to learn to be the Proverbs 31 woman, yeah. you know, yeah. and I started reading through that and I got hung up on the, like, she's, she sews for her family and all this stuff. I got mm-hmm. hung up on all these things she does. And I'm like, oh, I'm never going to, I'm never going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do this, but it's a learn, you know, it's just a learning process, yeah. but, um, being willing to you know, walk beside your husband and encourage him to be the leader and give him opportunities to lead. And, you know, and he's to give the wife opportunities to, to learn to be submissive and to, to yield. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a back and forth thing of, of helping each other reach the potential that God has for us in our marriage. And, you know, we don't always do it. I don't always do it right. It's like, I, when you ask me to do this subject, I'm like, (laughs) Can't I pick another subject? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't do submission. I, you know, in my mind, it's like some days are better than others, yeah. you know, and we want our own way. Yeah. <laughs> I want my own way. And, um, but, you know, just allowing Clayton to be in the leadership role and encouraging him to lead. And I think that's, you know, it's part of the curse that women want the men to lead and yet we don't want them to lead. We don't want to follow. Yeah, yeah. And the men want to lead, but yet they don't really know what that means right. sometimes, yeah. you know? And so 
and it's not a subject that's taught very well, you know, sometimes in the church and in families. You kind of learn from your own family. My dad was more passive in a lot of things in the in the family. My mom was more of a, you know, let's get things done, lead, you know, yeah. we're going to do that. She, yeah. you know, she took care of the finances. She took care of, you know, my dad went to work. And, and so that was kind of my view is like, oh, the wife is supposed to do the finances and supposed to do this and, you know, make make all these decisions and stuff. And then I married Clayton and then he's like, no, I'm the decision maker. <laughs> I'm the decision maker. I'm the one who will do all, you know, and I'm like, oh, oh, I thought this was supposed to be different. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so, you know, you got that back and forth constantly of wanting to be led, but yet wanting to be the leader. And so we need to yeah. learn to, and submitting it, the word picture in the Bible is also the, you know, being an equally yoked team. And you think of the, when like they tied two, yoked two oxen together, they would match them up, you know, Mm -hmm. as well as they could. And they would be trained to pull together and go the same direction and not, not try to go off on their own way. And so, you know, in, in marriage, it's the same way. We have to be side by side, you know, not one pulling ahead and dragging the other person, you know, we need to find ways to go in the same direction you know be in unity on what we're going to do what our goals are in life and and um, how to achieve those goals without you know a lot of heartache and (laughs) confusion and you know yeah so a couple things that I thought of when you were talking was um like with Lael what we've tried to start working on with communication is Mm -hmm. I say just don't tell me no like right up front Right. I can't submit to you if you just yeah. tell me no. Right. So just hear me out. Mm-hmm. Let's have a little conversation about exactly. it. And yeah. if it's still no at the end of the conversation, that's fine. I'll listen to you. We'll go right. forward. It was probably a horrible idea anyway. Yeah. But you can't just say no. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. And a lot of times. Yeah. And he gets that from his dad too. Yeah. A lot of times that's like, well, they just don't want to hear take the time to hear you through. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, and I'm the same way. It's like, yeah, don't, don't just tell me no and then not, you know, hear my side. And I need, you know, same with him, you know, he'll come up with some harebrained idea and I'll just say, no, (laughs) forget it. That's that's stupid. You know, and then he gets offended. It's like, well, you didn't even hear me out, you know? And it's like, okay, yeah, I'll hear you out and we'll just, we'll talk about it. And then, then we need to make the decision that's best for both of us or for the whole family, not just yeah. one person's ideas. Because Clayton has lots of grand ideas. You know, through the years we've, you know, done a lot of different things and he's always got the big grand, you know, idea. And I'm like, okay, let's tone this down and let's talk about this. Yeah. And, and there have been things where I needed to, you know, listen to him and then I needed to say, okay, this is how I see it or this is how I think about this, whatever this idea is. And then, you know, I usually come from things from a totally different perspective than he does. And it's like, oh, you know, he can say, oh, I didn't see it that way. You know, he only Mm -hmm. sees it one way. And so there have been things that we decided, no, we can't do that because that's, it's not a good idea to take our family this direction. And there have been times when I didn't speak my mind, like earlier in our marriage, things that I probably should have, because I was under the impression, oh, he's he's supposed to make all these decisions and I'm just supposed to go along with them. And that's yeah. not right. <laughs> yeah. So there were things that, you know, happened in our marriage early on that, you know, probably could have been avoided yeah. if 
if we would have both been on the same page. And two, if we would have prayed more about things together. Yeah. You know, that's another thing is submitting to each other, you know, in prayer time and not just, you know, the wife is under the husband, but the husband is under is under Christ. And we're, you know, to submit all of our ideas and our dreams and our goals to be under Christ and according to his will and not not just our own will. And um, so the husband has a huge role in submission as well, you know, yeah. and so they struggle with a different aspect of submission that they have to submit to God's will in their life and in the lives of their family and their children. And, you know, so that's an even more stronger submission, you know, role for them. Mm -hmm. And so at the same time, you know, as a wife, we're to be helping our husband achieve that, that submission unto Christ. So it's yeah. a big responsibility for, yeah. for the family. Well, and like you said, it's a balancing act and you're constantly learning it. The longer we're married, the more I'm like, man, I know why the divorce rate is so high. Yeah. Because it's so hard to be married and submissive. I mean, when you're it submissive is. to a boss or a friend or yeah. whatever, I mean, this is just a passive relationship right. that I don't have to take home with me. And, and if it's at work, you can walk away yeah, from a exactly. job or a friendship. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're for marriage, yeah, you have to stay yeah. in there and and work through it and, and it is hard yeah yeah and then why also while you were talking earlier I just thought okay this is all about you know fighting a, the woman that wears the pants in the relationship like that's like the terminology right of, like and that's kind of the vision yeah. that I'm fighting it's like I mm -hmm. don't want people to look at our relationship and be like oh yeah because I'm strong-willed and I'm opinionative yeah but I don't want people to look at our relationship and be like Yep, she wears she the pants. She wears the pants. I know, you I know, hate that so. term. Yeah. <laughs> it's this term. And you see that so much in marriages. I do. Yeah. I see that a lot. And like you said it, um, earlier, it's like the passive men <clears throat> and then the strong women. And the men mm -hmm. don't really care. But we yeah. as women, it's like, Lael can be passive on certain things, mm -hmm. which is surprising because usually Lael's not passive yeah. on anything. Yeah. But there's certain things he's like, I don't care. And I'm like, well, you can't not care. You have right. to care. I'm yeah. asking your opinion. You have to give me your opinion because right. when it goes down, I don't want you looking at me like, well, told you so or whatever. Right. You know, so. Yeah. Um, or that Laying I knew that blame. was a bad idea. Right? Laying the blame back on you. Yeah. yeah. So. Which is what Adam, you know, which is what Adam did to Eve. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, exactly. you know, that's the classic example of that was the one moment in their marriage where he should not have been passive <laughs> exactly. where he should have stepped up and said no we're not we're not doing this we're not eating this fruit we're yeah. not we're not going to disobey god in this way and for you know we're really not given the whole reason of his thinking of why right you know except that he had the same desires <clears throat> that eve did you know he yeah. he saw that fruit too he saw that um, he heard the same things that the enemy was telling him that, you know, you're going to be like, you could be like God, you yeah. know, and we all want that. We all want that to a certain extent. We want to be the person with all that power. And yeah. so that's the one, you know, there's those moments in your life where, you know, the husband misses it. He, he doesn't step up, you know, he, he plays the passive role and that's, and that's unfortunate, but those are learning times, you know, and there's been a lot of, a lot of those times in our marriage when it's like, I really needed, you know, Clayton to step up and be 
the leader, the prayer leader, the spiritual leader, the, you know, the, um, protect and, you know, protector and, and, um, for whatever reason, he may not have, he didn't step up. He didn't, you know, he missed it, missed the cue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, but again, it's like, that's all part of living in a sinful world and having to deal with, you know, a spiritual marriage, Christian marriage inside of a world that is so against that. And especially yeah. nowadays, you know, it's even, you know, it's even worse for harder. I know for, for young moms and young wives like you, it's just hard because the world is telling you don't submit to anybody. Don't, you know, don't be a doormat. Don't let a man, you know, Run tell you life. what to do. You know, yeah. you have your own career, you know, you have your own money, you have your own life. And basically, you know, you just, playhouse together you know you just live in the same house and that is totally not God's plan and it doesn't you know that's why we all struggle you know because we're fighting against God's plan it's hard and as older women you know the um, Bible talks about older women stepping up and helping the younger women teaching the younger women how to how to be submissive in the home how to be a homemaker you know and that's it you know that's it ugly word to some people. It's like, you know, homemaker, but that's a biblical word. Yeah, <laughs> And it just means that the woman's part is to have that love in the home, to take care of the home and the children and to, for her husband to have a nice place in the evening, you know, to come home from work or for the wife, you know, to come home from work. Um, so, um, you know, it's, it's just all part of God's plan to work together for those goals and and um, it's, you know, it's not being a doormat, letting, yeah. you know, a man just walk all over your your feelings and your, you know, your ideas and stuff. And like you were talking, you know, men are, are good at that, just dismissing us. And it's like, no, we don't dismiss us. It's interesting in the Bible that God doesn't tell the women to, he doesn't have to tell the woman to love her husband. You know, we kind of do that naturally. Women are loving. We know how to give the love, but he calls us to respect our husband mm -hmm. and that's that's the hard part that's the daily finding the things that are respectful about our husband you know and hopefully he's a man that we can respect but i've talked to a lot of women that they're like i have no respect for my husband i do not mm -hmm. respect my husband and you know i i try to counsel them it's like there's got to be something <laughs> That you can respect about your husband, you know, whether it's just the fact that he goes to work every day, you know, yeah. start there or that he picks up his socks, you know, yeah. start, find something, yeah. start somewhere small. And you've, you know, you've got to build on that, that respect and that, you know, and honoring him because it goes all back to our, our attitudes, our actions bring glory and honor to God. You know, the Bible says, we, you know, in Timothy and Titus, the things, if we do the things correctly in our marriage that God calls us to, it brings glory and honor to him. It's not just about, oh, you know, putting my husband up on a pedestal. No, it's everything that we do brings glory and honor to God. And when we can, when we can have a godly marriage, and that doesn't mean perfect. That just means, you know, we're trying to honor God in everything that we do you know, mm -hmm. then um, that's the right thing to do. But yeah. yeah, the whole, you know, and there again, women's rights and all, you know, women's, I don't know what, women's life. 
um, you know. That's another topic. That's a whole other topic, I know. Yeah. But no, I think that the reason I wanted you to talk on this was because I think when I look at your guys' marriage, I know it's not perfect. Mm. I know that we all struggle with it, but I see you trying every mm. day and you try very successful, I think. Mm. I mean, compared to me. But um, <laughs> No, I think you're doing a good job too. Like... <laughs> I know your husband. <laughs> So I think it's just like you're trying. I see marriages that like even older marriages that you kind of just like, I think I expect more from an older marriage and Mm -hmm. it's like they've given up or they've taken the passive route or they, they're just like, whatever, I don't respect him, but whatever. I'm just, I'm living here because we're going to stay married and it's whatever. They've just kind of given up. They're just living in that. And now it's just a financial thing. It's like, well, we can't get married because, yeah, I mean, we we can't can't get get divorced divorced because... Of the money, you know, it's all about, well, you know, I got to keep attached to his yeah. finance. Is that, yeah. Or maybe and that's more sad. of like a legalistic view. It's like, we hate each other. We're miserable. Right. But we're not going to do anything about it. We're just yeah. here. And, but yeah. we can't, we can't get divorced because that's what the Bible says. We can't, right. so we're going to stay here. And, right. Yeah. But it's a constant, like, I had, I shared on my Instagram a while back about, like, I had this dream about me being married to, like, a more feeling-type man. I had this just big dream. Yeah. And I woke up, and I was, like, praying, and I was like, God, why didn't you give me, like, an easier man to be married to? (laughs) Exactly. And then he kind of just spoke to me, and he was like, I didn't give you that because Lael needed you, you know, because I'm his help me. You know, right, exactly, and uh, and then it kind of brought me back to Genesis, like we've been talking about with Adam and Eve, and mm-hmm. it's like Eve is supposed to leave herself, or we are supposed to leave ourselves, and it's about him. It's not about me or what mm-hmm. I needed or what I want or like the life that I want to live or like the the dream job that I had envisioned my whole life. Right. I was supposed to do that, and yeah. now you've taken it away from me. Yeah, you know, it's not exactly. about that. It's about Lael needed me. For whatever reason, <laughs> you yeah. know, and yeah. I'm supposed to try to help him better. Right. And it's like the sacrifice <clears throat> of self is kind of like what Christ called us to is like we're sacrificing right. ourselves <clears throat> to live this life. I don't know. It kind of just hit me really hard because I was like, I don't yeah. do that very well at all. Like I'm constantly mm-hmm. complaining about, oh, you need dinner at like a specific time. Why can't you just wait for dinner <laughs> when I get to it? Yeah. I know it's an hour late, but I'll get to it. Yeah, when, right. And then he's upset about it, and he's like, well, I, got, I was at work all day, tired, and I wanted to come home to a meal. Yeah. And I was like, man, I don't do that. I don't do the help part Yeah. well. Yeah. And I need to work on that. So I've I've been working on that, because I'm like, it's not about me. Mm-hmm. And I think that then that started my whole, I want to talk about submission more, because I know that that's yeah. all part of, because we talked about respect and, mm-hmm. and you know, and submission yeah. kind of like tied together. Right. Yeah. And you kind of all, you kind of work on it all together. Yeah, it's not just, yeah, you can't just pick things apart. It all goes together as one action, really. You know, yeah. our love and our respect. For women, it's all wrapped up in, you know, kind of what we do and what we feel. And, you know, and sometimes, yeah, some days it's like, really? Yeah. We got to eat again. Yeah. <laughs> I got to cook another meal. Yeah, you just you know. some beans. It's like, really? <laughs> can, yeah. Can't you just have cereal for breakfast? You know? And But yeah, like you said, it's, we, you know, it's putting their needs ahead of our, what, you know, we want to do. It's yeah. like, I'll, sometimes I'll be right in the middle of a project and stuff. And it's like, oh, 
it's, you know, it's 5.30 and Clayton's going to be home or, you know, he's going to want dinner, or, you know, like, but putting aside, you know, my, um, it's like, okay, I can come back to this. And, but being that, you know, that help, help me that, you know, and on the other side, you know, he's, he's a help meet also, yeah. you know, God gave you Lael for whatever, you know, for something, you know, um, that you needed in your life. But that's the way it's supposed to be, you know, that yeah. yoked together and, you know, and you have to learn, you know, you just, it's a learning process through your whole life. We've been married for 38 years almost. And it's like every day still learning to yield to what he needs and, and needs change over the years, you mm-hmm. know, and you just adapt with it and, and be willing to go with the change. But the biggest part is just continuing to communicate and talk to each other and pray together and, um, you know, just be willing to listen to each other Mm -hmm. and not be dismissive or, you know, just that respect and love and all those things (laughs) wrapped up together. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's easier to do this when, when the husband, like there's only one person working. Like the mm-hmm. husband is working and you, and you look like a traditional family, I guess, oh, okay. like mother, yeah. father, kids, yeah. and then the father goes to work, to work and then the mom stays home with the kids. Right. And this seems to work a lot better when it's like mm-hmm. in the biblical light. I think our yeah. world has really flipped everything mm-hmm. so that we, it, it makes it harder because then yeah. you're, you're, you have your own needs and your own time away from the home. Right. And you can't really help your husband as much as maybe he would like or whatever because right. you're gone. Right. And you're doing you your own needs. career and your own. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's kind of interesting to see how when you look on it, um, I know some people are going to disagree with this, but um, when you do things the biblical way, it's not outdated. It's not no. an outdated piece of advice. It's like exactly. these things run better when we stay with it. Right. Um, and it's not to say you can't have your own like side job or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. But, um, and I know some families can't just have one person working. Right. But when we do it as like the biblical frame work and we can make it work and when the world is kind of like on our side and I think in the 90s it all changed. Um, yeah. Like the women movement of the super wo- the super woman super, or yeah. whatever you can do everything and have everything that you want. And yeah, it's like, yeah, you can, but you'll be very tired. Yeah, <laughs> you and know, marriages suffer, and you're still not going to be. You know, I've seen those women, and they're they're never they're never fully fulfilled or satisfied because yeah. they're being told they need to, you know. Um, expect more out of life and mm-hmm. then get more and more, you know, and, and, um, you know, a lot of families were like, they both, both people were working so that they could have more stuff and have yeah. bigger houses. And, and then that never, you know, fulfilled them and they're so scattered. Like you were saying it, when we follow the godly pattern, we're still going to have, you know, problems. We're still going to have issues, but we can find, our fulfillment in the godly pattern of, of marriage and, and family. You know, I was thinking with, you know, the traditional family versus, you know, the career minded, you know, even going back to the Proverbs 31 woman, 
she she had side jobs. She had, you know, she yeah. she bought and sold real estate. <laughs> she yeah. was a real estate agent, you know. Mm-hmm. She was a seamstress. She was she was, you know, she she cooked and she cleaned, but yet she also had creative outlets. She had employees. She had she had servants. She had people mm-hmm. that worked for her, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I think we sometimes miss that. We just think that she was the homemaker that stayed at home and mm-hmm. took care of the home. But no, her husband went out to work and he, um, and she did her things, you know, and she, she looked well to the things of her home. And um, so, you know, we can, we can look to that example and not be um, intimidated by it. I mean, we don't have to do everything. I right. learned that I did not, I did not have to sew my children's clothes because right. I'm a <laughs> terrible Seems I never could sew clothes. Yeah. You know, like my sister is a seems she could sew yeah. clothes that you would actually want to wear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could not. And I tried yeah. to make clothes for my poor children and they, yeah. <laughs> they looked more oh. like refugees <laughs> than <laughs> yeah. you know. So I learned it's like, you know, it's a lot cheaper and a lot easier just to go buy clothes. You can yeah. buy clothes in the store that yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, I could, I was glad when I could mark that off my list that I don't have to pursue this. Yeah. That's not me. But I can do these other things, you know, mm-hmm. that are me. And it's still, I can get my fulfillment, you know, through those things. And, um, you know, I can still, t- you know, take care of my home pretty well. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. my, you couldn't eat off the floors of my home, but, you know, <laughs> who would want to anyway? You right. know, I always like... <laughs> It was clean enough to be healthy and, you know, that's it. Well, but, and it's about priorities because I know right. your husband's going to want something different things than Lyle mm-hmm. wants. Exactly. Um, like yeah. Lyle wants floors that you can eat off of. And yeah. so I have to learn <laughs> to prioritize. Mm-hmm. Okay, it might not be my priority, but yeah, that's what Lyle wants. Like I want to make sure yeah. that he walks into a house and he feels like... This is up to my military, military standards. Yeah, so. exactly. Because he wasn't that way. He was yeah. a, it was, he a, was slob a slob when he was a kid. We destroyed yeah. his room after he left. But yeah, he's yeah. he's learned to have different expectations and um, so yeah. But communicating about what is important to them mm-hmm. is all part of that process, right? So mm-hmm. what? So kind of getting to the end here about like. <clears throat> Like, what we can do... I mean, I think we've talked during this episode about things that we struggle with, things that that we can do, kind of like what women need to visualize, like, Mm -hmm. this is how we could help our husbands by, like, communicating with them Mm -hmm. and making sure that we're less um, and that we're there help me and things like that. But in the Bible, if we could pull out certain verses so that people at home can look at these verses and then maybe moving forward on, like, just practical life Mm -hmm. application... Well, you know, I think when you asked me to to do this, um, of course, I went back to all the, you know, all of the scriptures that, that talk about a husband and wife relationship and the submission and subjection and all that. And they're, you know, they're in Titus and, and Timothy primarily and Ephesians 5. Just going back to those verses that are so misaligned and so misunderstood, you know, Mm -hmm. because people just pluck and choose, pick and choose out of those verses what they want. But, you know, just going back and really understanding that submission is voluntary. It's not something that's going to 
should be demanded from us, just finding ways to respect our husband and to let him know verbally, you know, that we do respect him and, and those things. And, and I'm not very good at that. I'm not a verbal person. I write, I can write things. I, mm. I used to write Clayton Long letters. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd like, oh no, something's wrong. She wrote right. me a letter, you know. Good though, so, just find yeah. ways to communicate if you can't verbal. Right. So I would, you know, and and I still once in a while, you know, write them. You know, this is how I'm feeling. You know, um, just find those ways to whether it's verbal or you know in other ways. Yeah. Show him that we do respect him, respect his character and his personality, and and that's sometimes that's a hard thing. You know, like like with Lael, you know, just learning his personality and go, going with that instead of trying to change him right which you're not you know you're not going not to but find, <laughs> yeah. find the way that works for both of you to honor him and yeah. respect him and yet not be dishonoring to yourself we should do all these things as though not that we're just doing them for our husband but that we're doing them ultimately to god and yeah. so and if we were doing these things for god we would have a better attitude about it. A lot of yeah. it's, you know, in my case, it's all attitude. Sure. And sometimes I have to put forth the attitude, even if I don't feel like it. You know, mm-hmm. we we can't go on our emotions. You know, we want to go on on our, on our emotions, and sometimes we just have to do these things until they become second nature for us, and we don't fight against them. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And another big thing is don't listen to the world. Yeah. You know, (laughs) I don't know. I'm sure there's scripture for that, but you know, don't, don't buy into all the worldly stuff because keep it simple. Go back to God's word. And, and in these scriptures, God, he lists the things that it takes to be submissive. And they're simple things. I mean, they're things that we can do. It's the things we've been talking about. And so it's not, it's not like we have to change ourselves. I mean, you know, we just have to continue to be godly women that are seeking godly things and for our family and for ourselves. The most important thing, you know, for me, I can tell it when I'm getting offline and it's like, I've, I haven't been in the word enough. You know, I haven't been in prayer by myself. I haven't been studying God's word for myself you know I study a lot to teach Mm -hmm. but yet there comes times when it's like okay I haven't really been in the word for myself Mm -hmm. and to work on myself and not just to teach you know a certain subject and so I think you know it's really important and I when I talk to young mom oh I you know I just don't have time to be in God's word Mm -hmm. I don't have time to do this it's like well then you need to find you know like you were saying that those priorities are priorities you know, we need to have our priorities. And um, if you're going to, you know, le- live a godly marriage, and then you need to be in God's word. Yeah. You know, that's, and, and it doesn't have to be five hours. If you just have, I have little devotional books everywhere. And so if I sit down, I can grab it or read one scripture a day, just yeah. but to be in God's word. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah, or there's like apologetic podcasts that I listen to now or, mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, or there's like, or there's Bibles that read to you, you know, right? Like the, exactly. Bible apps. Yeah, so, I know a mom that she just like I just keep the Bible on, yeah. all all day, yeah. and um, and she don't hear it all, but you're getting you're getting God's word, and it's and it's in your home. Mm-hmm. It's what's 
God's word is living, you yeah. know, and it's so when when it's in your home, whether it's Christian radio or podcasts or sermons listening to even. sermons, yeah. yeah, anything that is God's God's word is going to set your mind in a different way. Yeah, you know, if you're gonna, and it takes a while, you know, it takes seeking it. You know, God wants us to seek His His word, and the more we do it, the more we want it. It's like eating chocolate. You, yeah. you, you eat a <laughs> little a bit bite. of chocolate and you want some more. You know, God wants our desire for his word to be like that. Yeah. I remember being a young mom and thinking I didn't have time. But yeah. I had time to watch all those Netflix movies while I was breastfeeding. Exactly. So, yeah. So we have time. We do. We just need to be creative with it. And and then, yeah. And once you stop listening to the world, like you said, like I kind of mm-hmm. see all these shows that I, for five years of my life, I kind of was like, breastfeeding, watching Netflix, watch, you know, like mm-hmm. trying yeah. to just relax my brain. Yeah. And I just saw myself just the worst part of myself. And mm-hmm. the minute you start taking an effort and like stop listening to the world. Exactly. Which is TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's so where we get things. our world. Yeah. Yeah. Our worldview. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And the minute I stopped watching Netflix um, mm-hmm. on a regular basis because every once in a while I still yeah. still turn on a show. Yeah. Um, but the minute I stopped doing that as like a daily habit, the more mm-hmm. I wanted sermons on or God's word, it was really right. weird the, the switch. Yeah. It's like if you're hooked on something and you don't even know mm-hmm. that you're hooked on it. Yeah. Or that the world is more interesting than God's word. And it's right. not. And it's not. Yeah. But when you're sucked into it, it's like it is. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. So Well, and just, you know, Nothing, there's nothing new under the sun. So, I mean, the same kind of storylines that are on Netflix are in the Bible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, I mean, you can... Have an imagination. (laughs) Right, yeah. And, the you know, the good thing about God's word is that he he wants us to learn how to take what we learn from his word and apply it to our lives. And that's, that's what he requires of us. Seek, seek my word, seek, seek after him. And um, he'll give us the desires of our heart, mm-hmm. but we have to, the first desire needs to be him and not the things of the world. We can get what we want from the world, but we're not going to be satisfied with it. Yeah. You know, and God wants <clears throat> us to find that satisfaction in him and not in, not in our husband, not in our mm-hmm. families. We're to get our satisfaction initially from God. And then the other things will fall into place. Yeah. So. And as parents... We need to be leading, mm. like setting up our kids for all this too. Right. And I think that's what's influencing me most of like mm. tackling hard subjects. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm showing my kids what they're expected. So if I'm expecting mm-hmm. of them to like not care about the Bible or not care about submission right. and just sit in front of the TV all day long, then that's mm-hmm. that's what that's I'm the... doing. That's what my kids are going to do. Right. Exactly. So if I want to change that cycle, then I need to be... Mm-hmm talking about these things now and right. fixing what I'm doing yeah, and not, not, I forget what, there's a certain term for it, but it's like the, the sin of the father translates to the sin oh, of the yeah. son. Well, or, like the generational sin. The general, yeah. yeah, but there's a certain word for it, yeah. I think. Um, I'm going to think of it once we're done, but yeah. it's like changing that up. Mm-hmm. It's like knowing what those sins are and then changing it. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Submission. And this. Yeah. Hard. <laughs> it's hard, hard, but it's, you know, it's, it's worth it. And like I said, it's, it's a learning process, yeah. you know, like everything we do in life. It's, you know, it's, it's a daily thing. Some, and it's a daily 
choice, I guess. You know, yeah. women, we have to choose that, mm-hmm. you know, because we're our natures are going to fight against it. Yeah. And so I have to choose. And some days I choose wisely and sometimes I choose just to, you know, <laughs> blow it. You know? <laughs> Do what I want. <laughs> but, but like I said earlier, I see you trying and being successful most days. I mean, I've never seen yeah. you not successful. Well, thank but, you. Thank yeah. <laughs> You, you didn't see me last week before you here. came here, got here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope that you guys learned some things or even felt like, okay, I can take all this information and maybe work on a few things. So I know, like Pam said, we're works in progress and all of us are working hard at this. No one's perfect. We're sinful. Mm-hmm. And um, we have a lot of work to do every day. But let's stay in prayer and in the Bible, and um, it'll be easier (laughs) when we're doing that. So you guys have a good day. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like to reach me, you can reach me on my email at alexaannrockwell at gmail.com. And Anne is spelled with an E. Don't forget that E. And follow me online. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is alexaannrockwell. And if you'd like to help me out, please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later.